Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the weekday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate, and we cap things off with our daily betting card in our last call pick segment. But before we get into today's episode, we got to talk about our great sponsors over at Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available to bet on the website, including NBA, NHL, NFL, and right now as well, the World Cup. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account. Use code SHOOTERSON at sign-up. And please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. It is available to persons in Ontario only. But most importantly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Now, how did our betting day go yesterday? Uh, We had a friend that wanted to pop in and tell you exactly how the day went. So we had a profitable day yesterday, 3-2-1 for plus 0.77 units. Now, on the losing side, this isn't necessarily a loss, but Netherlands, they pushed against Qatar 2-0. We were on the minus 2 yesterday, so a tough push there in World Cup action. That did kind of set the tone, though, for the day on the World Cup front. We'll let you know in a minute why, because we finally got off of our losing streak of World Cup plays. Now, the Penguins, they lost in overtime horrendous officiating in overtime yesterday a guy clearly takes a boarding penalty and they just let the play go on and Carolina goes down on a two on oh uh in order to do so so this is how we feel about this Carolina victory you're not an intellectual you're a fake and a fraud so we hate the Hurricanes this morning probably gonna bet them in the future let's be honest they're a wagon but don't love it right now now I I do think that the firm Furman Appalachian State play that we put out on Twitter, absolute whiff on that one. Uh, they, I think they finished at 126. We needed 142. So just overall a bad decision there. Uh, when teams combine to put up only 49 in the first half, then you're going to be behind the eight ball. Now, winners-wise, USA Moneyline, woo! All the fake soccer fans in the U.S. can go crazy because they 
knocked off Iran yesterday, one to nothing. That's right. I pronounced it right because they made a big deal about it. So the USA ends up winning one nil yesterday. Christian Pulisic with the goal. Looks like he'll be good to go as they will be taking on the Netherlands in the next round. A very tough matchup there. Uh, also, the Knicks won big. That was a no-sweat bet if I've ever seen one. They were up 30 mid-third quarter. Only needed them to win by five. So a big hit there. And then UC Irvine and San Diego State last night. They went over at 141. We only needed 134. So another winner there. Now, other headlines for the World Cup. Uh, Senegal, they want on to beat Ecuador 2-1. to one. Uh, Good result for Senegal. Missing Sadio Mane, they still are able to advance. If you're an Ecuador fan this morning, you probably look like this. Tough day to be an Ecuador soccer fan. I know a guy over at Off the Ball Network, Edgar, is a huge fan of Ecuador, so a tough result there. England, they won handily over Wales as well, 3 to nothing. So that's going to set up an England versus Senegal round of 16 matchup. England will be heavy favorites there. Let's see once this competition steps up whether they're going to go on another deep run like we saw them do in 2018. Now, other results uh, from yesterday. Or other headlines, I should say. Carl Anthony Towns being out four to six weeks. That's going to be a very tough loss for Minnesota. But the Timberwolves haven't been great this year. And they had very lofty expectations, especially after they went out and got Rudy Gobert in the summertime. Um, When you give up that kind of draft capital and then you start the season 10 and 11, then you're going to have some upset fans. So I think this is an opportunity for them to figure out how... Gobert fits into this team with Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell and and the rest of the crew there. So this will give them some time to do so. Hopefully Carl gets back healthy soon. We'll see him in the new year likely. Uh, But if this team can figure it out with Gobert and Towns, they're definitely to be reckoned with in the Western Conference. Now, Stars, the Dallas Stars in hockey yesterday, they went out and they extended Roop Hints to an eight-year, 8.45 average deal. Uh, 26-year-old is coming off a career-high 37 goals last year. I like the contract for Dallas. He is 26, as I said. Uh, So I think by the time you hit year seven, eight, maybe even year six on this contract, you might be a little bit upset about it. Could be tough to dump down the road. But if the cap continues to move up like it has in recent years in the NHL, it may not be that bad. And as is the case with most NHL deals, this is going to happen. These later years of contracts are always going to be tough to navigate. But in the meantime, it's a good contract for one of the contenders in the Western Conference. But with that, that's everything that happened yesterday. Let's move on and talk about the daily game slate. And before we do, let's play the video. All right, so let's talk about it. the daily game slate for today. We have plenty of NBA, World Cup games, some college basketball, and even some NHL as well. So we're going to start over in that World Cup. Day 11, Group C and D are going to wrap up today. Uh, one team at least has already advanced, and that's where we're starting, which is France. They are minus 234 today, taking on Tunisia, who are plus 700. So... France, they're sitting on six points. They got a plus four goal differential. 
taking on the bottom of this group in Tunisia who have a minus one goal differential and just a single point. Now, Tunisia, they need a win in order to advance likely, and they would need to do so by multiple goals. That is a tall order, but this is all depending on who France rolls out for their starting 11. Uh, Do they decide to maybe give guys a day off or do they go and ensure that they get tops of the group? I think they're going to play a lot of their top guys. I don't see them resting people at this stage of the competition. The other game in this group is Australia and Denmark. Australia on three points and Denmark on one. I saw a lot of people that were high on Denmark, myself included. So they need a full out win today. Australia picked up that shocking win over Tunisia a few days ago. So play or go home for Denmark. They have to get all three points today. If I had to predict, we're going to see France roll. We're going to see Denmark win today. And the one two that we're expecting will advance from Group D. And then later in the day is Group C, and this this day has the potential to see Lionel Messi play his final World Cup game. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. They take on Poland, who are top of the group on four points. But if they'd get just a single point and Saudi Arabia somehow picks up all three, then they could be out of the competition. So this is going to be a sweat day for Argentina fans. They're minus 209 versus Poland. Uh, need all three to feel comfortable. Saudi Arabia... They're taking on a Mexico side who are pretty heavily favored. They're minus 134, but they haven't looked great in the competition. If they pick up all three points and Argentina loses, then they have the potential of advancing. I don't think that will be the case, but nonetheless, that is where we're at for World Cup today. We do have a World Cup play for you later on in the show that we'll talk about in a few minutes here. Then NBA-wise, there's 13 games on the slate, so all but four teams are competing tonight. but. Five of them are games that we are entertaining for tonight. So the stay away games, stay away from the Nets and Wizards. Stay away from Boston, Miami, Memphis, Minnesota, Toronto, New Orleans, San Antonio, OKC, the Houston, Denver game, and the Clippers, Utah, and Indiana, Sacramento game. So what games are we looking at? Let's start with Milwaukee and the Knicks. And let's face it, the Knicks, they rolled last night. They won by 30 points. And Milwaukee, they've been a little bit cold recently. They're just 3-3 three and three on the road in their last six. The Knicks, though, despite that win last night, they're still only 4-5-1 and one against the spread in the past 10 days. And the Knicks are on a back-to-back. So the Bucks have had the Knicks number. They've won seven of the last 10 head-to-head, and they covered all seven of those games. So when Milwaukee does beat them, they beat them handily. I think there's the potential for that today. So a lean play for me would be Bucks minus five and a half is where it's moved to now. Not minus six. Apologies there, but that would be one that I would keeping an eye on a little bit later today. See if that line can even move down a full point. I doubt that people will bet the Knicks, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, Philly, they're taking on Cleveland. The Cavs are minus four and a half. I would be leaning Philly plus four and a half, and here's why. Now, Philly, they've actually played very well despite some injury issues. They've won seven of their last ten. They are just two and two on the road over that stretch. Cleveland, they are five and five in their last 10 as well. But Philly does have Cleveland's number. They've won the last five head-to-head matchups. So I know that they're banged up, but I don't know if I would go straight up and go and bet on Cleveland today. I think Philly's got the potential to cover and keep it close. So that would be my lean in that game. The Hawks are minus five and a half today against Orlando. Uh, Atlanta, they are pretty cold. They've won just four of their last 10. One of those five was an away game. Um, 
Orlando, they're three and seven in their last 10, and they're just two and four at home over that stretch. So they're not a great home team. Let's face it, they're not a great team in general. And Atlanta, they've won seven of the last eight head to head matchups. And in those seven wins, they covered uh, six of those seven. So if Atlanta is going to win today, they're likely going to cover. Could be a potential play for us later in the show. Chicago and Phoenix, the Suns are minus five and a half. Uh, Chicago, they've been bad against the spread in the last 10. They've covered in just four of those games. The Suns, on the other hand, they are seven and three in their last 10 and covered six of those. Head to head wise, Phoenix has also won the last five in a row. So they have Chicago's number. So I would lean Phoenix to win and cover. They just beat Sacramento the other day, and then they're going to continue to roll and beat the Bulls tonight. And then the final game is Portland and the Los Angeles Lakers. I would lean the under in this game. Uh, These teams, they're pretty even as far as covering the spread recently, but head-to-head in their last eight games, they went under in seven of those games. So lower scoring games between these two teams. Currently sitting at 226. Hopefully that line moves up a bit and then you can hammer the under. But as of now, I feel comfortable with the under 226. NHL-wise, four games and three of them interest me tonight. I'm staying away from Edmonton and Chicago. Don't trust the Oilers enough to bet a puck line tonight. But the Rangers are minus 125 versus Ottawa. They split their last 10 head-to-head games, but they either went under or pushed in eight of those last nine. So if you're going anywhere with this game tonight, bet the under on the Rangers. Sends San Jose and the Leafs. The Leafs are minus 300. Heavy favorites again. But this is a team that struggles to beat bad teams. They tend to play down to their competition. These two have split their last 10 head-to-head matchups. There's no reason for that to be the case. San Jose have not been good for a few years, and Toronto have been a wagon. But Toronto has won seven of their last 10 games. Uh, They are just 2-1-2 and at home. So I would bank on the Sharks to actually cover that puck line today at plus 1.5. Might be worth a look for you. Then the Sabres and Red Wings are tonight. Red Wings are minus 140. My team, uh, Buffalo, they've won just two of their last 10. Detroit have won five of their last 10, and they went over in five of those games as well. Now, Buffalo did blow out Detroit the last time I took this matchup, 8-3, to three, but I think it's a good bounce-back spot at home, so look at Red Wings' money line. Then college basketball-wise, there's six ranked teams playing today. Stay away from McNeese State and number 13, Tennessee. You do not want it to tangle with that minus 34 and a half line that you're seeing today and stay away from North Dakota and number 23, Iowa State. I'm not quite sold on Iowa State long term yet, and I don't think that they deserve this kind of juice today taken on this team. Still even waiting on this line officially, but I think it's going to be a steep number that you want to stay away from. The games to look at today, because we do have the Big Ten and ACC challenge happening now. Number five, Purdue taking on Florida State. Purdue are heavy favorites at minus 13 and a half. In fact, it's actually moved to minus 14 and a half. So if I'm leaning anything here, though, I'm going to lean the under at 142. Purdue, they do a good job of covering against the spread. Florida State have been really bad. Uh, And then Purdue, they're five and one on the under this year. So they have not been great at going over in these games. I don't think that Florida State has enough offense to go over either. So this is definitely a stay away game for me today, unless I'm taking the under. Number 25, Ohio State taking on number 17, Duke. Now these two squared off in this challenge last year, and Ohio State came away with the upset victory. 
And we're seeing Duke getting heavy juice. It was minus four and a half for them yesterday. It's now minus five and a half. Definitely not betting on Duke spread with how they have looked early on. But I would take a look at the under 138 and a half because Duke have been terrible on the over-under. They have gone under in seven of their eight games. Number 18, North Carolina is taking on number 10, Indiana. Just a couple weeks ago, North Carolina was number one in the nation, and now they're reeling. They are heavy underdogs stay against Indiana at plus five and a half. But when it comes to this game, UNC are just one and six against the spread this year, despite their five and two records, so they don't cover. Indiana does. They're six and oh and four one and one against the spread. So I would lean Indiana tonight. That is a steep number at five and a half, but I still believe that UNC they were overranked to start the season because of their Cinderella run last year. And we're starting to see why when they play quality opponents this year. And then to cap it off, number 20, Michigan State, they're minus two and a half against Notre Dame today. I think if I'm leaning anywhere here today, I'd be leaning the over. Uh, these teams, they combine to average 148 points per game, yet the line is sitting at 136 and a half. So it's a good opportunity to get in on the over. We've seen some higher scoring games already in the ACC uh, Big Ten Challenge, so I really like this line today for this team. And with that, let's go over and talk about today's betting slate. We've talked through all the games. Now we're heading over to do our last call pick segment. And before we do, let's play the promo video. All right, as is often the case, we have a few plays for you here today. I uh, wish that I would have got my graphics more prepared for this one. So we're going to keep it on the last call pick segment banner here. But let's first talk about our sponsors over at Last Mountain Distillery, which is a family-owned and operated company located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country in the beautiful province. Saskatchewan's first micro distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits and their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are out now. Their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut, truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka this year. We're excited. My wife and I are going to try the cherry whiskey and the chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor this weekend. Uh, great cocktails for staying in. As I said yesterday, we've got a ton of snow here now. Not looking to be outside this weekend as we settle into Hermit for the next number of months due to this cold weather. So with that, let's head over. We got four plays for you on Wednesday, and we're going to run through them with you real quick. We've only got one banner, so I guess I'll play it for this one, which is the World Cup play that I love today is France minus one and a half versus Tunisia at plus 110. Now, France offensively for me, they have been the most impressive team in the tournament so far. Uh, overall, I think Tunisia are a pretty poor side. I think that they're fortunate that they got to the World Cup, but quality is going to win out today. I think it's going to be 65% possession or more for France today. We see a multi-goal win. Mbappe really wants the golden boot this time around. He's already scored more goals than Messi has at a World Cup, and he wants to extend that today. So I'm going to roll with France minus one and a half. Now, second play that I like is Saudi Arabia double chance versus Mexico at plus 105 for one unit. And yes, Mexico are the favorites today, but for the life of me, I can't figure out why they deserve a minus next to their name because they have yet to score in this tournament. They didn't look the best in qualifying either. 
And I just believe that there's going to be a team from the region around Qatar that's going to advance. This is a Middle Eastern World Cup. And I think Saudi Arabia, when they picked up that big win, they put themselves in a great spot for an opportunity to advance. So I don't know if a draw is going to be good enough today, but I do think that they're going to get a point of some sort because Mexico have not been overly impressive. So give me Saudi Arabia double chance at plus 105. Third, I'm taking the Red Wings money line, homer play of the day. I like them at minus 140 versus the Sabres at one and a half units. Uh, I just believe in the recent form of Detroit. I love what I've seen from them uh, as a team. The Sabres, they're not only ice cold, but they've got a goalie that's ice cold as well. He's lost four of his last five starts. And Nedeljkovic, while he hasn't been the greatest, I think he's going to be good enough at home to get the job done. The Sabres are coming back down to earth after a very good start to the year. So give me uh, the Red Wings money line tonight. And then to cap it off, NBA-wise, Hawks minus 5.5 versus Orlando at minus 110. Another 1.5 unit play. I see this playing out fairly similar to the Knicks. I'm not going to say they're going to win by 30. But I could see a 15-plus point win tonight for the Hawks on the road. They've lost three games in a row. It's a good bounce back spot, especially since Orlando has lost five in a row in their own right. And when you beat a team seven out of the last eight and six of those you cover, I really like this one for the Hawks. So roll with Atlanta at minus five and a half. Also, be sure to go follow us on Twitter at HedgePod. We give out our college basketball plays there throughout the day. As we said before on the show, too much line movement throughout the day. And doing an early morning show, I don't want to go and bet on uh, lines where they're at right now when I could get better value later on in the day. So give me uh, college basketball plays later on today. But appreciate everyone who tuned into the show. Uh, We're also back on Substack as well. So if you want to see the breakdown of all of our plays, we're going to have it there for you as well. And we appreciate everyone who tuned in this morning, and we'll see you tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.